Welcome to Nordic True Crime. We are a weekly podcast covering a wide range of crimes from Europe's most northern countries. So if you're after a smorgasbord of real crime from the dark and frozen regions of the Nordics, then give us a try. Find us on iTunes or at nordictruecrime.podbean.com on Twitter and Facebook at Nordic True Crime or on your podcast provider. And as we say in Sweden, ta hand om dig. Look, I have had a fucking turkey frank wrapped in a a single slice of American cheese and a handful of almond slivers. And I am sucking on some blueberry flavored water because (laughs) it's diet time. And somebody's had too much fucking beer celebrating spring and Walpurgis not and all kind of Beltane's festivity and somebody got a little fat. So it's that type of episode today. She Damn is it. angry today. I'm mad. She's mad. I'm She's mad. big mad. I ain't had no carbs. Welcome to the haunted heart. Bastards. The fuck is wrong? Why are you? I don't understand. I'm running a carb deficiency. The fuck you don't understand. We record in a room surrounded by mirrors. Look at me. Look at what lays before you. Shit, bitch, look at me too. (laughs) That's true. Fuck. Join me in the single turkey frank community. Hey, they were in my fridge. That's true. (laughs) That's true. So usually when we do the podcast, I come over and eat a bunch of kiddies food. Um, Likewise. Like fudge rounds and shit. Yeah. And you eat food in my house. Yeah. But um, today I had, I, I wanted to do that because it's my pattern. But I also wanted to meet my macros. The fuck is a macro? It's like fat and carbs and protein. It's actually like, supposedly, like if it, if it fits your macros, it's supposed to be like a, like a free spirit way of dieting. But it fucking blows. Like, if it's, like, nothing chakras. I fucking, nothing I fucking like fits my macros, if man. If it's in alignment with my macros, um, do I can fucking Do eight heated Hershey... Does dick Hershey... count as a macro? No. Protein. <laughs> protein. I put that down for, like, two grams of protein. Only if you swallow, Only two? though. Oh. Only if you swallow. Two to, two to five. Five's generous. He's gotta be healthy. Strapping. <laughs> Strapping, young lad. 
Well, guys, we have now segued into the food and sex podcast for you this week. Absolutely. We've we've segued into how many macros does Dick count as? Important topics. I would zero everything else out except protein. Maybe sodium. It's probably got some sodium in it. I would say so. Yep. Not that I would know. Unless he ain't real hydrated, and then it's probably got some fiber in it too, girl. <laughs> the gloppy con. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> We're disgusting people tonight. This, this is my brain without carbs. It's not good. It's not a good place. I don't. I don't recommend it. And I've been dieting for like three whole days, and I'm not skinny yet. So I don't know if it's working. She's a monster. <laughs> she came busting through my door tonight, and I was like, "Who the fuck are you?" I, yeah, it's not good. I don't get, they say you get headaches and stuff. I don't really get headaches. I just get, like, really over it. What's different? Yeah, that's a fair point. It's true. Very true. I'm really hydrated, though. My skin elasticity is really good right now. Awesome. (laughs) And speaking of good skin, you know who has great skin? Who? Our friends to the north. Oh! I don't mean Canada. (laughs) I mean the land of Alexander Skarsgård and his way hotter brother, Bill Skarsgård. A plus. Yes, we love Bill Skarsgård. I like, I am about him. What movie was it that I was watching that he popped up in? Um, Deadpool. Deadpool 2. I haven't seen that. He's in Deadpool 2. He has like this tiny cameo and I about lost my mind. What was that show he was in on in, um, on Netflix? Uh, Hemlock Grove. Wasn't he in Hemlock Grove? I think he I was. I don't know if he was. That was before I was into him. I was into him once he played Pennywise. Yes. It turned me on a little bit. Oh, totally. Yeah. I like Absolutely. That He's when that funny. Little, when that eye. You know, I always say I like a funny man. So, <laughs> you know, it just uh, works that way. You just want to join him down there in that gutter. Absolutely. They Kenny, all float down there. Kenny and I were having a discussion earlier about how Steve Martin is, like, I have always been very attracted to Steve Martin in Little Shop of Horror. I don't and he doesn't see why. it. He's I just, weird. Oh, God, I love him so much. Him in those leather pants and that, like, jacket. Bless it. Bless it. It's the dark hair that's just weird. I don't get it. It is weird. The he black he hair. should have white hair. Because he, he, went, he went gray early and he's always had white hair. And... He should have white hair. In my mind, when I think about it, he has white hair, but he's wearing the same outfit. The black hair just weirds me out. Well, because it's so obviously, like, dyed. I feel bad. What if it wasn't dyed? <laughs> what if he was like, actually, I went gray at, like, 50? No, it's not true. He went he went gray earlier. Who the fuck were we talking about again? <laughs> oh, fuck. We segued away from our segue. We really did. I'm sorry for coughing. In, in addition to being sick... I am also, in addition to dieting, dieting, I am also sick. I'm sorry for that, too. We had, like, what, one, two, (coughs) two episodes where you were? I think it might have been three. Maybe three? Where where I wasn't fucking dying. Great. It's fine. All the love you guys sent us killed me. It made her sick. (laughs) It did. It, It literally made me sick. No, but uh, we are talking about our friends, well, we Nordic were. True Crime. We are now. We are now. I'm going to get this fucking shit train back on track. 
Where does the shit train go? Like, where's the final destination of the Shitville. shit train? Shitville. Okay, cool. Yeah. Is that Actually, like you're in town? Yes. The musical? Is it also a musical? Sure. Good. Shitville, the musical. Shitville, make it happen. Shitville, the podcast. Hashtag the shit out of it. <laughs> Hashtag shitville, the musical tagline. No, but we are talking about our friends, Nordic True Crime. Damn, that was a rough segment. Damn. Um, Took me forever to get that out. Yes, Nordic True Crime. You heard their uh, spot at the beginning of the episode. They are fun times. They um, they release episodes, surprise episodes. They, they don't do like an every Wednesday. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's just a weekly <coughs> podcast, so they cover... Um, uh, a lot of really interesting crimes and stuff, uh, but they're mostly all based uh, out of Northern Europe. Yes. So if you like pale people and is that blonde hair, you should listen to their podcast. No, they actually do cover some really um, some really interesting cases and cases that aren't necessarily super well known. So if you are the type of person like me and you consume every true crime podcast that exists, and you literally know everything about John Wayne Gacy and all these other motherfuckers who always, always, always get covered, um, this is a really good podcast to listen to because it's it's different cases that you maybe haven't heard, um, haven't even heard of, or that you haven't heard as much about. Yes, and their last episode was their 12th episode titled The Police Killers, which was released on May 24th. Definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, uh, as far as their description, Hollywood is famous for its outlandish, over-the-top scripts. This week's episode of Nordic True Crime resembles one of those scripts, neo-Nazis, a famous playwright, car chases, arson, war crimes, and murder. Of it has murder. it all. But does it have... What the fuck is that music? What music? I don't hear music, Katie. Hang on. Shh. There's no music. There was. It was like a car or something. Am I hallucinating? I think you're hallucinating. Are you a breadstick? No, I'm Some not a giant, breadstick. giant, beautiful breadstick. Hmm. <laughs> God, this is going to be a great episode. It's really just buckle in. We're going to get feedback on it. What kind of feedback? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. All those fancy followers. I uh, Yes, hello to all the new people. I hope that you're enjoying what you've fucking signed up for. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, welcome. Welcome to our circle. We yes. hope that you're finding yourselves at home. Um, we should probably call out at the top of the episode, just in case, because I feel like we always do all of our social media shit at the end. Um, so, there's a bunch of shit that we have. We have an Instagram. A lot of you have found us through that. Yes. We're at the Haunted Heart Podcast uh-huh. on Instagram. We also hang out on Twitter under the Haunted Heart handle. And we are also on Facebook. We have a closed Facebook group that is just for listeners of the show um, who want to talk about either what we talked about on the show or who want to talk about other creepy true crime things. And um, we try to post like bonus content. So like from last week's episode, we talked about the Yellow Deli um, and the 12 Tribes cult. And we posted the menu for the Yellow Deli and, like, just extra shit like that. And their manifestos. So if you like 
the type of stuff that we cover on the show and you want more content, you should definitely join the Facebook group. Yeah, totally. We have some fun chats going on over there. We definitely do. And feel free to share like stuff that you guys find too. If you know something about what we're covering, you should probably know more about it than us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. We also just we launched read some uh, our Patreon. We did. Awesome. I'm so excited about that. We did. So Patreon is like um, level two of the Facebook group. So Facebook group is like level one, entry level, talk, hang out with everybody. But the Patreon's where the real party is at. Um, we actually have bonus audio and um, a visual content. Visual content sounds weird. You no, get to see it's us. Visual content. You get to see us. You get to hear us. And you get to hear shit and see shit that nobody else gets to see. Because we save it all for you. So, extra clips of our bullshit from the show that didn't make it in the show. And it's some funny shit, trust me. I mean... I think it is, anyway. You know? <laughs> I mean, just saying. But Leo thinks it's funny. But Leo thinks he is funny. you damn right I am! <laughs> Don't even! Oh my god. Don't even. If you can't laugh at yourself, how the hell can you laugh <clears throat> at anybody else? Thank you, RuPaul. <laughs> He's going to sue us. Um, yeah, so Season anyway. I realize, <laughs> I realize, I wonder if it would be like with a glitter stamp. Like I, I, I would want it to be extra. Like on satin paper. I would want that. Anyway. Be like, <laughs> you wear it well, but this is my shit. But take it the fuck off. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, so join our Patreon. That's our spiel uh come hang out with us we have a bunch of cool shit on there we have a bunch of cool like levels of support um you'll you'll get it when you read through our patreon but we're not trying to get rich off the podcast we just want the podcast to fucking grow yes and be yeah we want to sound better we want to you know keep doing this shit with you guys because we think it's really fun and we really like interacting with all of you guys so yeah it's a creative outlet for us um so just any support will really just help us uh, help you if you like listening to us. So. And also you get access to a bunch of cool shit. Yeah. Like extra materials and there's even some merch that you could get for free that is like super exclusive right now. Yes. Still in the works. Working on that. Uh, but should hopefully have some like teasers coming for you soon. Yeah. And those will be released on the Patreon first. Yes. So get yourself over there if mm-hmm. you love you some Haunted Hearts. So, bitch, what are we talking about today? Today, I thought we would just get in our in our um, time travel machine. Ooh, okay, okay, I'm sitting. We would get in our DeLorean. I got it, that was the door. I shut the yes, door. Yes, that was the door of the time travel machine. I shut the door. Okay, I'm in. We would get in it, and we would go on back to the beautiful, beautiful... 1990s we are talking the 90s and we would get up in all them horror guts girl smash them guts get in. up in that 90s horror <laughs> yes <laughs> yes we are definitely talking about the 90s uh specifically uh horror movies 
of the 90s. This is what we was raised on, child. We felt like last week we definitely did a lot of research, so we really weren't feeling that shit this week. <laughs> Not. There was a lot of information and words and, and like... And, like, a two-parter? Like, oof. who fucking... Whose idea was that? Oh, I think it was mine. Was it mine? So off-brand. It I was definitely it was yours. Well, this week we're bringing it full horror 90s trash ready for it we're gonna dig right in uh just go in to it i have to say the 90s is probably one of my favorite decades for horror mine too you would agree i agree exactly <clears throat> we saw a revitalization of the teen slasher genre mm-hmm. which is my favorite genre of horror i didn't know that uh huh. Um, you like well, you like watching bitches get cut up. I fucking I love watching bitches get cut up and then final girl bitches do some cutting up. I kind of also sure. feel like you might like the guy who's doing the cutting up. I'm gonna plead the fifth on that one. Oh really? Sometimes I do. I don't like Jason. Fuck that. What are you talking about Jason for? He's but not the ninety. Uh, that's true. I mean, I was talking more generally. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. I ruined it. Fuck. I ruined everything. You ruined everything. You ruined the immersion. You we ruined the podcast, we Katie. We don't really have a time machine. God damn it, Katie. Fuck. No, but seriously, like, Scream, uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yes. I used to, I Scream, really love. Scream is my motherfucking favorite. Scream is my favorite, too, but I also loved I Know What You Did Last Summer. I Know What You Did Last Summer was really good, too. For me, it will always be Scream, because I think oh, Scream course. is just so fucking intelligent. Like, I, I love how meta Scream is. <laughs> For real. And I love anything that tries to, that's why I really liked, I'm stepping out of the 90s again. Um, but that's why I really like your next, because your next paid homage to all of the like slashers but it also kind of commented on the form and it used the form to comment on itself to a more subtle degree than scream but i really love that concept in horror where um where the film will use its form to comment on on its form like on horrorception horror. right horrorception i love that shit and it's even better when it's funny Oh, totally. And it's even better when Drew Barrymore gets cut up in the first five seconds. And that horrible shake-and-go blonde wig, like... Damn, girl. That was rough. That's iconic, though. Anybody else... Did anyone else expect that wig to just come back and flying off when he's, like, stabbing her in the chest at the very end with the phone? I I expected that wig to just flip right off that head, because let me tell you something. I have worn a lot of wigs in my life for a lot of different events, and Halloween parties. And if that shit had been me, that wig would have come flying back off that it head, really honey. Like I was dancing in a wedding. Bless it. <laughs> but that's one of the most... It's so it's so interesting because that was such a, like, small part in the overall, like... Oh, yeah. It was so you know, smart. It was very smart. It is probably, like, honestly, one of the most iconic parts of that movie. Or yeah. one, one of the many. But, like, if I see anybody... If you see anybody with a fucking handheld stretch antenna phone and mm-hmm. a short blonde bob and a fucking crop sweater and jeans, who do you think? Which you see every day. You see that every day. Right. <laughs> right. That's my go-to look. That's my uh, Thursday look. Exactly. <laughs> we also saw the emergence of found footage mm-hmm. with the Blair, Blair Witch, Witch Project, Project. Yes. Which I went to the movie theaters and saw that. Really? I did. 
And that was the thing. Like, it was... I believed it was real for the longest time. Yeah. I was like, fuck, these people don't went out into these woods. They didn't got themselves killed by this creepy witch lady. But you didn't even really see. That was the whole fun part of it, that you never saw it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what was brilliant about it. Mm -hmm. I prefer, I enjoy greatly uh, a small film, a small independent piece (laughs) made with love uh, called The Blair Thumb. Oh, God. By Steve Odekirk. Do you remember that? I completely oh. forgotten about that until this moment. Fucking the Blair Thumb. And then the guy that they lose, the first guy that they lose, what's his name? Jivs? I can't remember anything it's about like Jiv. it now. I just remember that there's a Blair Thumb. And they're running around screaming, Jiv! It's so good, you guys. You have to be able to find it on the internet somewhere. But I'm like, sure it's on YouTube. Yeah. So just look for the Blair Thumb. Um, and there's like a whole series of well, those hey, movies. There was the Blair Thumb, well, Thumbtanic. If, if they go to our... Uh, Facebook group. Yes, we, we will link post it. Links. We will link it. I'm gonna. I'm so gonna you don't to have to tirelessly get on your YouTube and and type away. We will link it for you. It's true. We will link it. Uh, so yes, that was definitely an iconic part of the '90s. Um, we saw the emergence of David Fincher, who gave us uh, mm. the incomparable film Seven. Bow down. Uh huh. What's in the box? Uh, <laughs> I've always wanted to make an internet meme that was like uh, that clip from Seven. What's in the box? And then the clip from Danny Phantom. I'm the box ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've told everyone about it. My idea's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> it's anyway. ruined, Katie. <laughs> One of our many listeners is going to like take your idea. Um, I, do it. Take it. I'm not doing anything with it. Are you fucking kidding me? Peter Jackson is another one who is probably most known for Lord of the Rings, but uh, directed one of my personal favorites from the film, from uh, from the 90s, uh, The Frighteners, um, with Michael J. Fox. Uh-huh. Love that. I probably haven't seen it in a hot-ass minute. You haven't seen that movie in a long time. But I used to watch, that used to be, like, on repeat. You haven't mentioned my favorite. What? Have the lambs stop screaming, Clary? Well, we'll get into that, obviously. <laughs> this is the 90s we're talking horror. You know what you look like with your good bag and your cheap shoes? Shut up. You've got to save those for later. <laughs> save it for I'm later. I'm shit. We could die in this moment. True. You could knock over one of these fucking candles and just burst into flames. <laughs> it's true. That's how the podcast is going to end, you guys. We're going to knock a candle over and just, just going to go up. We'll pr- I we'll, hope we'll that your husband it, will post it. Post the episode after. It somehow so like it somehow like posts from the computer, mm, and you just listen to us like burn and scream in agony. That's how I want to go. But we do it. I mean, I don't want to go that way, but I want you guys to hear it. <laughs> maybe that's how we end. Maybe that's like, yeah, maybe that's what happens. We that's do it. it on purpose. Absolutely. We Thelma and Louise yeah. the fuck out of absolutely, it and just light ourselves up like in flames. Go. Mm-hmm. Either that or we murder each other. Yeah, yeah, that too. Um. Robert Rodriguez, uh, <laughs> from Dust Till Dawn, uh, and the faculty. Oh, oh, the, the fucking faculty. faculty. Oh my God, that movie's so good. Teachers, leave those <gasps> kids alone. Oh my God. Yes. That's such a good movie. Oh, I love that movie. And here's the thing. I am not <gasps> the biggest like sci-fi alien fan. Oh yeah. 
I'm not. I am. I am. Bring it all yeah. to me. That's, I love a fucking sci-fi like that is her jam it is she loves it all of it i love the good sci-fi i love the bad sci-fi i'm i'm not about it i go as far as the faculty and alien that's about it i love that like the faculty and alien are being mentioned in the same like (laughs) phrase of course (laughs) okay josh hartnett man like Josh Hartnett doesn't do it for me. He, did he never for me. has. He he never. I didn't. He wasn't my guy. I loved Leo too much. I was I was very monogamous. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. He was he was. Leo was Bay. He was Bay for me. Nah, not. For I me. used to sleep on. Uh, I I used to so Leonardo DiCaprio did a um. It was I forget what year it was. Maybe it was ninety four. Um, he did a magazine cover for Nick Jr. magazine, or Nick magazine. It wasn't Nick Jr. (laughs) He did, um, a magazine cover, and I remember he's in front of, like, a blue backdrop, and somebody got me that magazine. I think it might have been my grandma, and I slept with it under my pillow for legit, like, six months. Oh, wow. I was obsessed. And that's why I have my, um, chicken pox scar up here. I didn't know that. Yeah. I noticed, so, <laughs> I noticed that he also had a chicken pox scar, and it was, like, up at the top of his nose, and so I, my mom, when I got chicken pox, my mom was like, don't scratch or you'll have a scar, and so I, like, picked that one spot, and I was like, scratch, 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 so that I would have a conversation starter when I met him, because I was psychotic, even at, like, eight. Of course you were. <laughs> But yeah, no, Josh Hartnett was not my dude, but it's all good. Uh, yeah. Was he wasn't he later in um 40 Days and 40 Nights? Or um No, 30 Days. 30 Days 30, of Night. 30 Days of Night. 30 Days of Night. Yeah. He was that's in that. Oh, that's older Josh Hartnett. I liked Hartnett. him in that. I like older Josh Hartnett. I did not like young Josh Hartnett. But once he's got a little grizzle on him. I, I I'll can do see it. that. I can see that. You know that's my style. Yeah, anyway. I can see that. Um, so going from that, uh, we also started to see a lot of interest in Japanese horror, uh, via Audition. Ringu in 1998 and Audition. Audition. 1999. Audition was another fucking freaky ass movie. I, it was, it, I don't know, something about like, there was this, that scene in that movie where she had that man You're talking about the in dog the bag. food scene? Yeah, and he, she like vomited into a, do- into a dog food bowl and gave it to him to eat. See, I think I saw Audition too late because, I don't know, I, I, I knew it was supposed to be fucked up and I expected it to be way more fucked up than it was. And then I saw it and I was like, I mean, you know. Sometimes you vomit into a dog food bowl and you make somebody eat it. <laughs> really? No. I mean, it, it just, I mean, it was, it was fucked up, but I just expected so much more fucked upness that at the point, at the point where I saw that movie, I saw it too late. At the point where I saw that movie, things like the human centipede existed. You know what I mean? Ah, okay. And so it was like, I knew it had this reputation been for being really fucked up. Yeah, but like at at the point that I saw it, I expected so much more. Like I almost wish I hadn't seen it because then it would be like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely worse out there. <laughs> I've seen it. Trust me. 
Yeah, but, fucking Serbian. I mean, film. it's still. Don't even. God. I'm not supposed to talk about that. No, anymore. no, the film you do not talk about. The film you do not mention is that. That fucked Kenny up, dude. Um, I didn't watch it. I'm not even going there. Um, God damn it! Now, like you can put this shit triggered. in my oh head. My I am triggered. Nobody watch that fucking film. It will fuck you up. Anyway, not in a fun way. No, not in a fun. Not way. in a fun way. Um. So anyway. We saw some major players come into play in the 90s, such as Silence of the Lambs, uh, which is the only horror My film favorite. to win Best Picture. Absolutely. And it won Best Picture in what year? Do you know? 1990, it was 1994, Ooh, 5, what, what, yep. 1991. Do you know why I know that? 91. Oh, shut up. The year that brought you, uh, Cannibal Anthony also brought you this piece of shit right here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love that movie. Well, I didn't realize this, uh, but The Exorcist was actually close to winning that in 1973. Yes. Yeah. Exorcist Which was I, a huge I'm kind deal. Of, I'm a little bitter. I felt but like it didn't. It, yeah. I, th- I feel like the world wasn't ready. By 91, we were like, nah, fuck it. Sure. I know. But like, Oh, so good. The Exorcist was good. Um, I mean, good is an understatement. But, like, Silence of the Lambs was just so beautiful in the way that it was crafted. I feel like anybody who loves true crime must love that movie. Because it's just so... uh, Like, that moment when she's like, can I use your phone? (laughs) And she's, like, standing in his house. And then the whole dance scene. One of my favorite, favorite things to do with new friends is, like, they'll be riding in the car with me and we'll be going wherever. And I'll just, or they don't even have to be in my car. We'll be at a party or something. And I just like slowly put on Goodbye Horses on, like I work it into the playlist. And then it comes on and I immediately know if they're my type of people or not. Or I watch the slow dawning realization that I am a fucking serial killer on their faces. I fully believe that if you're out in public and you hear that song, you need to go. See, the problem is that. Now, I love it so much that it would backfire to where, like, if, if a man invited me to his home and we were having drinks and he put on Goodbye Horses, I would be so excited that I would miss the fact that he's going to fucking murder me. Because you know Buffalo Bill liked them thick women. Oh, yes, he did. I mean, he would have gotten all up in your shit. He would. He would have liked these titties. Like, I... Like, to wear. <laughs> he would just take them as a set. Did that come with a set? God, it would not have been good. <laughs> I love me some... That is one of my favorite, favorite moments is when he's... Obviously, that iconic scene, scene where he's dancing. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> I, I'm going to be real with you. I may or may not have told myself that when I was Here's home the alone. question. Did you tuck your dick? No, I haven't done that. Okay. okay. So if I was to reenact that scene, would I need to, like, put a dick on? Is that how that would work? Would it be more true to the scene? I feel like it would. No, I don't think so. No? No, I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. Hmm. You just need a really, I mean, you already, like, you just need a, you need a wig. (laughs) Come on. You need a wig. Okay. Uh, And you would need a kimono, which. (laughs) Luckily, I. Luckily, uh, yes. I love a good kimono. 
God bless. Am yeah, I already Buffalo Bill? Maybe. Do we think? Hmm. Does that make me Hannibal Lecter? I'm Kim to Curly Hair. Ooh. If only, my love. If only. <laughs> I just love Anthony Hopkins. But I love I love Hannibal Lecter. He's my fave. I don't want to give I don't want to give things away. If you haven't seen it, I mean, I mean, you, they've seen the movie, but yeah. if you haven't seen all three of the movies, because the third movie was actually ruined for me, my mom ruined it. Thanks, Scarlett. She was like, "Yeah, that part where he's eating his, he's making that guy eat his own brain," and I was like, "God damn it, mom!" I mean, I think it's fine to 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 talk about it. Yeah, I mean, well, I just did, so whatever. <laughs> but go watch it; it's amazing. And then, of course, he puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Absolutely. I fell for her when she had to threaten that dog. But I sure the fuck would. Was she a really big, was she a great big fat girl? Was she a great big fat girl? (laughs) (laughs) That part gets me every time. Oh, God. And then, of course, the Ted Bundy reference when he, um, when he abducts that girl where he's, like, pretending to be injured. Oh, That was a Ted Bundy thing. No, he was trying to load a... Yeah, he was trying to, furniture but he it. was also injured. Like, he was trying to load furniture, but oh, he was injured. Right, and he right. was like, oh, help me. That's right. Yeah. Never, ever. Don't fucking help people, number one. No. Don't help people. At night, Fuck people. if you are a woman, don't go to Fuck a van. people. Especially, like, there were so call, many red call flags. Call a motherfucking moving service, bitch. No. No, we don't do that. But if you are going to help people, definitely don't get on the side of the object that they're putting into their creepy pedo van. No. Like, don't get on the side of the thing that goes up into the van. Like, don't do that. Just don't help at all. But also fucking, don't fucking help anybody. Just do what I do and just, like, awkwardly, like, look the other way and just speed up. The Haunted Heart Podcast. Don't help anybody. Don't. We're going to make bumper stickers. (laughs) That, hey. Noted. Don't don't fucking Noted. help anybody. Noted. <laughs> so yes. Um, and then there was also <laughs> the sixth sense. I was wondering when you were gonna mention the sixth sense. Probably the era of twist endings. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Sixth sense. Did was you really ca- good. did you did you see that coming when you watched it the first time? Um, it was ruined for me on my bus. Fuck. I know. I was really fucking mad. I was really upset, but I try, I did that thing where sometimes when things get ruined for me, I try to forget it before I watch it. So that was another one that I watched kind of late because I was trying to forget that I knew the ending, but I kind of already knew. I didn't. It wasn't ruined for me. Well, because because at that point, I don't think that had been done as much. Did I watch that at the movie theater? I think I watched that one too. Did you? Yeah. I think I was, I think I did. That one, um, I think. It grossed like two hundred and ninety three million dollars. I think that's like one of the top, um, like highest grossing movies of the nineties. It should be. I love Bruce Willis. Oh, totally. Genuinely. And he had little like creepy Haley Joel Osment. Mm-hmm. That's who that was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Haley Joel. <laughs> I see dead people. Every child. I had a shirt. That wasn't no, Macaulay I didn't. Culkin. I didn't. I didn't have a shirt. My shirt said, "I see dumb people." I remember that fucking shirt. Remember a few episodes I told you guys that I had like. Can he express himself through graphic tees? Through graphic tees. That was one of them. I see dumb people. There you go. go the ahead. influence of horror movies and fashion. Can we call it fashion? Are we going to call it, it is fashion? fashion? It is fashion. I don't think. 
I don't think so. I think so. you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Remember, I can have bread. Oh, Brad. <laughs> Why you gotta hit me there? So. It's fine. I'm gonna evolve into a next level unicorn creature. That's what, what they tell me happens when you give up carbs. What I thought we would do is we would have a sort of 90s, what do they call them? Superla- is it a superlative? Yes. Is we're, that in, what that we're, is? In, we're in 90s high school superlatives. We're in a 90s high school superlatives. 90s horror superlatives. Okay. So, what I, we're going to do. Oh, I'm side sorry. Note, side note. No, I have to share my fun fact. My fun fact is that I was voted most creative. I don't. Or I most wasn't unique. voted for anything. I was voted most unique. Most unique? Yeah. Yes. In high school. Most unique. That I, was me. I, I wasn't voted anything. Oh. I wasn't. You know what you were voted? Even on the poll. You were voted my favorite. Oh. My favorite motherfucker. My ride or die I bitch. hated everybody. <laughs> I was uh, ambivalently intrigued by everyone in high school. I was just awkwardly trying to get through the day unnoticed. You were just working on that buzz cut. Shut up. <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to start. Okay. Uh, our, our first, our category? first category is villain you'd smash. Ooh, that's a hard one. Right. You know, I like all of them. I'm going to go first. Okay. Uh, villain that I would smash. <laughs> oh, sorry. Billy Zane in Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Billy Zane in Tales from the Crypt? Yes. Okay. Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Have you ever seen that? Uh, yes. A long time ago. I remember very little. I absolutely love Billy. That is one of my most favorite movies he has ever been in. I love him. So, for those of you who may not have seen it, uh, it's a 1995 film uh, starring Billy Zane, William Sadler, and Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, And one of my favorite like moments because he was very seductive in that movie Mm -hmm. and i mean i he was trying to he was a collector trying to collect this key which would like open uh the gates of hell that sort of thing yeah yeah yeah. um and at one point jada pinkett was the last one you know she was your final girl right yeah um and a damn good one and a damn good one Mm -hmm. and he like proposed to her to be like his demon bride and join him down in hell and i when i tell you you wouldn't have been able to resist that would have been a hard choice for me it would have been difficult something about that man his voice mm-hmm. yeah and then you add that like darkness into uh-huh. it girl he's always had a very um interesting voice he can do a lot with his he voice. has a quote one of my favorite quotes in that movie is when he loses his uh his um disguise as like a uh it's I, it's whatever it was that he was trying to disguise himself as and he comes like okay he's the demon he's the bad guy mm-hmm. he comes in and he's like fuck this cowboy shit you fucking hold dunk pole dunk well then there motherfuckers <laughs> And from that moment on, I was like, yes. yes. 
Yes, Lord. Yes. And he cuts his hand, and he has that green slime that he just throws everywhere to birth, like, demon spawn. Yeah, that's my pick. I'm a little embarrassed of my pick. So I've already talked to my love of Hannibal Lecter. Yes. But Hannibal and I, we have a relationship that's based on more than just the smash. If I'm looking to just smash and roll, Lestat. What? That's so, like, high school. Okay, you really are in I high know. school I right feel now. Like, I know. I feel like I'm fan fangirling out. But he's just so, like, if I was going to smash and run, you know what I mean? If I'm going to smash and stay, I would probably pick Billy from Scream. I was going to say, that was that's who I thought you would have picked. That's that why, was my guess. That's why you. I picked Lestat. Was Billy from... Because, bitch, I gotta stay unpredictable. Yeah, you know me too you. fucking well. That was my pick for I you. I love a man what's got problems. I love a man what has a bitch, furrowed he brow. he any problems. And a lot on his mind. And floofy, weird hair that stays perpetually in his face. You know he was supposed to be like the next Johnny Depp, but then he just fucking disappeared into nothingness after he did like Scream and he did, um, what other movie did he do? I was just talking about that movie the other day because I got a girlfriend who really loves that movie and she's going to hate, she listens to the show, so she's going to be really mad that I forgot the name of the movie, but, um, I can't fucking remember it. I'm sorry, Ash. Um. That moment where he like, you start to realize that he's the killer and he just like, yeah. Licks his fingers. That, mm, with the fake blood. Mm, yep. I'd and be like, we could still talk about it. about syrup, and it's like, okay. Yeah. We can work this out. I mean, you know, what if you didn't kill me? What if I just joined you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm just saying. Yeah, but, but Lestat is also pretty hot, and I would probably also smash as I was making my way through. Make my way downtown. I'm so glad. Yes. I'm so glad that you got it. Yes. Okay. All right. Next category. Best witches. And I mean, I so should like, we both just say the craft? And I feel like we're probably going to say should the craft. Should we just both say the craft at the same time? Okay. There's no other answer. Well, it was a toss-up between the... Well, no, it wasn't a toss-up. Mm, it no. wasn't a toss-up. I originally had thought, like, maybe Blair Witch, but... Ooh, oh. But it's not really in the horror space. But what year was Practical Magic released? Because I might have to say Practical Magic. Um, it wasn't, wasn't really horror. I'm not 100%. It wasn't horror. It was more like I'm pretty sure that, I'm pretty sure that was 90s. I think it was, too. Sandra Bullock's hair. So I'm going to say but the you can't, craft you can't with say a that. contingency of Practical Magic. You can't say that. It's not really horror. No. Okay, then the craft. Yeah, but I want yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. That. Yeah, that's my pick too. So the craft, nineteen ninety six. Have you seen that meme? That's like, um, oh shit. Uh, it's that scene from. It's that scene where she's talking Calls about. Manon. Uh, yeah, where she's talking about Manon taking inside of her that she can feel him inside of her. Have you seen that movie? Well, it's like, um, it's like when, when he got that is, bomb dick. When he got that bomb dick. She's like, I feel him inside model. of me. It's too true. Yes. <laughs> it's too real. <laughs> we know. All right, yes. So, Faruza Balk, fucking badass. Always. Rachel True, love her. Nev Campbell, of course. That's my like, girl. queen of the 90s, right Always there. my girl. Nev Campbell. Like, Queen of the Always. I love her so much. 
uh, and Robin Tooney. Like, love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was actually a surprise hit. Mm. So it ended up earning $55 million against a budget of only 15 Wow. So the witches came out to support. For sure. It's it's difficult to believe that they had 15 whole million dollars to put in that film. <laughs> for real. I'm like, where did the 15 Where'd million go? go? Where was it? What was that used for? Did, did The buffet? Did like, we just pay Neff Campbell? Like, that's probably what it was. Uh... Cast. Cast. It did receive mixed reviews with most people praising the lead actresses. Yeah. Uh, but negatively critiquing the special effects like towards the end of the film. I mean, come on. My life goal is to be um, the witch who owns that shop. Oh my gosh, yes. That's like, that's all I want to be in this world. Just a super cool... I would own it ...background, badass. That would be us. Oh my god, if they remade the craft, Which we would be the shop doing, owners. Which they I believe. They're going to fuck it up. Though. Did you hear about them remaking fucking the Charmed? Owners. Yes, I'm very Did upset. Did you see the trailer? I'm not talking about it. I didn't see the stupid trailer. You cannot fucking remake Charmed. Charmed is Charmed. Do you Leo know? is Leo. Cole is Cole. They're both so hot. You don't know what you should do. Should you pick the bad boy who's a demon? Because he's really hot and he can throw fireballs. Cole. Or should you pick the angel? Should you pick the fucking angel? I oscillated between the two because I wanted Cole so fucking bad. But then Leo was so good and he was a doctor. Mm. You know how I love them healers and them white lighters. I always was Cole. I was... I mean, to be honest. I always was. Um, To to be honest, I think I'm probably more the Cole route of things. Yeah, no. Holly, like, fucking cannot stay. She voiced, like, she actively went on Twitter and was like, do not fucking do this. I mean, because they fucking shouldn't. She was like, you, she's like, do not profit off all of our hard work. Right. And get our name. And like, fuck it up. Yeah. Yes. No, Charmed is still on TNT every goddamn morning. And let me tell you what, it's a good damn thing it is. Because that's the only thing that motivates me to get my ass up and go to the fucking gym. For real. God bless. Like magic. And we're in the Cole episodes right now. So I'm like, I always work harder during them. Because, yeah. you know, it gets my energy levels up. Uh-huh. And side note, uh, Faruza and Tooney both won MTV Awards for Best Fight in that scene. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> Bring an MTV Award. Bless it. Love it. But that's iconic. A cult following, totally. We actually went to a... Uh, movie party. Yes, we at did. At the Alamo. At Alamo Draft House. Uh-huh. They do They do showings at the craft every so often. Usually every October, I think. We had little rubber snakes. We had a rosary. We did. They gave us rosaries. Candles. They were brave. No, glow it was the LED. Glow sticks. Glow sticks. <laughs> it was a LED yep. glow stick. Gotta Still keep them great, fire though. hazards up. Amazing. Also iconic. Yes. So. Very good. All right. Cough break. <coughs> maybe you can edit that one out. Maybe I can. I'm pretty sure I can. Eh, we'll but see. maybe not all of the words that I'm saying now. <laughs> so I just fucked myself over. Uh, another cough break. <coughs> okay, so now we're going on to guilty pleasure. So this is a category that most people probably won't like. Mm. Uh, well, it should be a film that most people don't like, but you enjoy. Um, and for me, I love me some Bride of Chucky. Oh. Uh, I don't even like 
the Chucky franchise. You don't, but you love Bride of Chucky. The Bride of Chucky, I can watch, anytime it is on, I can watch it and be completely fine. Something about the Bride of Chucky, and I think it all has to do with Jennifer Tilly. I have a really weird fascination with Jennifer Tilly, and I think it goes back to her voice. Something yes. about voices, like yeah. Billy Zane, Jennifer Tilly, like... You like an expressive voice. Yes, I do. Uh, I love Jennifer Tilly, though. Yeah, love her. 1998, so, like, perfect. Yeah. Perfect uh, for her. The timing of the film was really great because it sort of like for me it just sort of like introduced chucky to that sort of like newer crowd like younger crowd yeah um even though i had watched them previously like child's play like my mother would go and rent horror movies for us and you know i'd seen them um but this was actually the first time that they that the franchise dropped the child's play from the title yeah um because there was no child in it right right um, and it was, and it's actually their, the second highest grossing film of that franchise. Mm. Uh, the first film being number one. Yeah. And so to promote the film, a little side thing, Chucky actually made an appearance on WCW Monday Nitro mm-hmm. and was on like oh, a little yeah, I've screen, seen clips from that. And he was just like, ha- like haggling the wrestlers and it was really funny I've he talked he made he makes several like your mama jokes yeah and mm-hmm. brad dorif like as the voice of chucky mm-hmm. that's another thing it all just goes back to the voices like he does such a great job with that i've never seen much honestly you're the horror guy you've been steeped in this stuff forever for a very long time and see i didn't start what i was a fraidy cat when i was a little kid um and so i didn't start like, really getting into it until probably, like, late 90s, early 2000s. But I've gone back and watched a lot of stuff um, as an adult. But I I missed that experience as a kid because I was just, like, way too... My imagination was way too overactive. Like, I would fuck myself up, like, on nothing. Like, <laughs> right. literally nothing, right. and I would, I would fuck myself all up. So I didn't need that material to horrify me. Right. Until, again, as we talked about when we talked about me and haunted houses... I realized that I myself am the most terrifying thing that could possibly Well, I was sort there. of the same thing. Like, it was, I would be, like, terrified, but at the same time, like, I wanted to be Intrigued, there. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I can't I just fell leave. in love with Final Girls and decided that I wanted to be one, so I better study up. Right, for real. I mean, <laughs> you never know, like, when it's your time to step up and for be sure. that final girl. Absolutely. You gotta and be I'm, ready, I'm ready. I'm ready every day. Uh, and I can't leave this subject, and I can't leave The Bride of Chucky without my favorite quote. Is right after Jennifer Tilly gets turned into her doll, and she gets her little makeover with uh-huh. her little black leather jacket. Uh-huh. And she dyes her hair, bleaches her hair. Yeah. Puts her little makeup on, gets her little boots on. She's got a little wedding dress, paints her nails black, lets them dry. And she just sits there, and she's, Barbie. Eat your heart out. Little gay me was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Love that. That's me on my wedding day. Yes. That's what I'm going to say to you. What's your guilty pleasure? <sighs> Tremors. What the f- 
fuck? I fucking, I fucking love that goddamn movie. That movie is so fucking good. I saw that a total of once because that sort of went into that realm of sci-fi for me. So I was like, eh, I'm good. Tremors, fucking 1990 realness serving you Kevin Bacon looking like straight up white trash. I was never a Kevin Bacon fan. Here's the thing. Me neither. One exception, fucking Tremors. I am simultaneously disgusted and like really turned on by him in that movie. I'm, I'm disgusted with him because he's like everything from our hometown, like super white trash, nasty. And I'm somehow amazingly a little bit attracted to him. And by a little bit, I mean marginally pretty medium-sized attracted to him. <laughs> I'd, I'd fuck him. I wouldn't tell you about it, though. I wouldn't tell you. No, You'd have to pull I, it out I, I'm going to tell you me. what. I would be completely fine in that movie because it was all about just fucking stay where you are and be still, bitch. Fucking stay inside. Don't move. Stay don't inside, do nothing. Don't move. Don't do nothing. All right. I'll see y'all later. Got it. Good. It's fine. I just, I don't know what it is about that movie. I will watch it every single fucking time it's on TV. And Alamo Drafthouse has screenings of, the bitches should be paying us. They have screenings of trimmers every so often. And Leave I, the coin on the dresser. <laughs> please. Please. No, I, I love that movie so much. Every time it's on, and it's only on the shitty channels too. Like but TNT. I'll stop and watch is it, it on TNT? I feel like I've seen it on TNT. Yeah. TNT totally. will play it once every year or so. Usually in summer, I think. I just, I, I don't know what it is. It's so improbable and terrible, but I just love it. Yeah. All right. I feel you on that one. All right. Next category. Best for laughs. For me. Yeah. Death Becomes Her. Oh, bitch. I didn't run That's actually, it is technically considered a horror movie. <sighs> It's like horror, comedy, fantasy. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like all three. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I just felt like I, like... I just rewatched that recently. I'm... So good. I bought that DVD for you recently. <laughs> That's why I rewatched it. Because you fucking bought it for me. Thanks. Yeah, so that is a 1992 film uh, with an amazing cast. So like fucking good. Bruce Willis, Goldie Hawn... And the Lord and Savior herself, Meryl Streep. God bless her. Obligatory mention of Alex Heisman. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of want that to be, like, like the end of that movie. I kind of want it to be how we are with this podcast. Like, <laughs> we're just, like, eternally, like... We just eternally keep on with we're our We're sitting bullshit. here and we're just, like, falling apart, like, trying to talk and just bleh, and the jaw drops. And I have to, like, hold your jaw up while you're trying to talk. That's all I want us to be. That'd be beautiful. Um, Also interesting to note, it was the first film where generated skin texture was used. Huh. Uh, When her head twists around? Yep. Yep. And the It looked really good, too. It really did. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for 1992, it looked looked really good. Um, But the people that actually worked on that went on to work on movies like Jurassic Park. Second goal in my life. To be the weird witch lady who gives Meryl Streep the magical potion. 
for. Mm-hmm. And also Goldie Hawn. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Goldie Hawn. Her beaded necklace that just perfectly hit her. Only time I've ever been, not the only time, one of the few times that I have been jealous of women who have small boobs. Because I could never ever do that, baby. Beaded necklace? Are you kidding? I need like a fucking wagon wheel to hide all this. Yeah. No, and that hu- I always remember the huge high collar that she wore. Mm, did perfect. you know and that red dress mm-hmm. that Goldie Hawn wore? Um, did you know that in the scene where Helen and Madeline were fighting, Meryl actually accidentally cut Goldie Hawn's face with a shovel and left a faint scar? Fuck. <laughs> yes. What was his name? Helen, Madeline. What was his name? Fuck. What was his name? No, it's it's an important um it's a cool thing that I just noticed when I rewatched it because I'm an idiot. Um hang on. We're researching. Now you guys are getting to experience live how we research things. Um Ernest. Ernest. Um, uh hang on, how would how to... So her name was Meryl Streep's name was Madeline, but they called her Mad. And Goldie Hawn's name was Helen, but they called her Hell. And his name was Ernest. So Matter and Hell. Matter and Hell. Matter and Hell, because they called him Ern. So if you put their names together, it's Matter and Hell. I love that scene where they're like doing the face. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Are you fucking proud of me? I am proud of you. It would have been better if I had known his name, but I didn't know we were going to talk about this. Where they're like doing their friend of me, and it's like, man. (laughs) Hell. (laughs) Yeah. That's when I noticed it. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, the levels. The levels of depth that you get here on The Haunted Heart. Right. Just totally. Practically scholarly. What What about yours? I feel like I have to go with Scream. As a comedy? Because I laugh a lot at that movie. It's really funny. It's okay. really, really funny. Like, the whole scene where Randy's in the house... And like the killers there, I was also I was very worried about Randy, well, but it was that really bitch gets funny. Stuck in the fucking. <sighs> if by that bitch you mean like my girl crush Rose McGowan forever. Yeah, she's a little cray cray now though. <laughs> she is, um, but she's still hot, and they can't take that from her because Botox is a thing. Yeah. She had a gun leg, so I kind of have to love her forever. You know what I mean? For real. But okay. I, I would I would say Scream, because um, I can't say Nightmare on Elm Street, because that was in the 80s. There were some in the 90s, but yeah, like not, but not the one that you were. Yeah. yeah, not the one. Next category is scariest. For me, the scariest was The House on Haunted Hill. Really? Yeah. And it's not, um, it scared me the most. It's like, not so much now, but The House on Haunted Hill, um, in 1999, um, and I can never pronounce this girl's name right, Fam, 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 Key, Fam Key Jensen, how do you say it? Oh, Please help Famika me. Jensen? Famika, Fam, Famika Jensen. Famika Jensen. I think it's Famika Jensen. Famika Jensen. Oh, God. Whatever. Um, yeah. Tay Diggs. She don't listen, girl. William Malone. Jeffrey Rush. Ali Carter, Jeffrey Combs, all of those really great um, people in it. Uh, there was something about the scene where 
they were looking down the hallway and you have <laughs> like there's like a creature that's standing at the end and you just see his silhouette and then all of a sudden he he like violently shakes and just comes rushing towards the screen there's that moment where uh they're looking through they're looking through something i can't remember um and it's an empty room but when he looks through the like viewfinder he sees a through his camera i believe it was through a camera mm-hmm. he sees like like the doctor and his assistants and they're like operating on a mental patient and then all of a sudden like they just look up mm. and look towards the screen mm-hmm. freaked me the fuck out as a kid so as a kid like that is probably the scariest one for me um it also marked the start of the production company dark castle entertainment which brought us uh, amazing films like 13 ghosts mm-hmm. house of wax and ghost ship yeah. loved ghost ship <laughs> amazing films yeah i have to go classic i I, so i thought about this one from because obviously this is a category that's going to come up what's the scariest one what's Um, your favorite scary movie what's your favorite scary movie um but i thought about it from your mother's porno (laughs) 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 um i thought about it from uh from my perspective as, like, a kid, like, what scared me back when. Yeah. Um, it scared the shit out of me. Oh, okay. Scared the shit out of me. Because I had heard about that movie at school, or that, it was technically a miniseries, but I'm calling it a movie. Fuck it. It's my podcast. I'll do what I want. Um, so, I had heard about it at school, and I heard about the drain scene first. And I was like, what the fuck? And just... Something about, even as an adult, something about the scene with Georgie and the boat where he has those yellow eyes and that shot of him that is sustained with the, with the yellow eyes in the, in the sewer, fucking horrifying to me. Like, and I went and I saw the new one and I liked the new one and I thought Bill Skarsgård did an amazing job and I thought it was appropriately scary and it was funny to me. I laughed a lot in that movie. Um, the new one. But something about the original film like, and the the way that the effects were done, they didn't do that thing in new horror movies where like they'll do an effect and, and show it to you very quickly and then pull you away from it. Or show you, like, a quick flash of it. Mm-hmm. Like, something about the sustained shot of of Tim Curry in the Pennywise costume with those big yellow eyes and those fucking long-ass teeth. Absolutely horrifying. The stuff of nightmares, even as an adult. Yeah. And, and something about the bad effects makes it even scarier to me. Well, yeah, and then you also had Tim Curry, like... I mean, I love him. Like, I don't think anybody else could have played that role. No. Uh, in that time, mm-hmm. uh, but him. Yes. And and Bill Skarsgård approached it, like, bless him. He did good, like, he paid good homage to Tim Curry, but he, he made did his, his own. own thing. Yeah, he totally made and it his, his own. And his Pennywise, totally different. His Pennywise would consider sleeping with. Very strange. I have strange emotions there. But Tim Curry's Pennywise is absolutely fucking t- horrifying. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, like, you know, it's no secret. I'm not the biggest fan of the original It. Yeah. Um, I just find it's a that slog. it's... Well, I mean, I just... I feel some type of way about it because, like, production companies, like, kept editing it back because they were like, eh, well, I don't know if we want to, like... Like, they, I felt like they watered it down a lot. They did. Cause I and read... I'm just like... 
When the new one was coming out, I read the book, and it took me for fucking ever. Um, But it was really, really, it was a really, really good book. And there was a whole lot with, um, who's the bully? The, um, I forget his name. Um, the, the bully in that who ends up murdering his dad. Um, Henry, maybe? I have no idea. I can't remember. Um, but the bully who ends up murdering his dad, there was a bunch of, like, backstory with him in the book that's not in either one of the movies. Um, there's a scene where Bev, um, is hiding and she sees him putting animals into this fridge. Ooh. It's like a junkyard, and there's this old fridge, and he catches this dog and, like, puts the dog in the fridge, and he just, like, leaves it there to starve to death. And there's, like, backstory that he had done that before. It, it was, it actually really fucked me up. That was part of the book that, the other reason that the book, reading the book took so long is because you would have to stop and take breaks when stuff like that happens. Cause I don't yeah. stand for anybody doing anything to animals. Yeah. Um, but there was also a bunch of stuff with him where, um, like there was this one really weird, I mean, it wasn't weird, but there was this one scene where he was with some of the other people and like another boy in his bully gang or whatever. And he like pulled down his pants and was talking about masturbating Ooh. and he made the other boy like pull down his pants. And there were like these like homoerotic, like, Stephen King doesn't do anything subtly, so there were, like, these pretty severe homoerotic overtones with him, and I just felt like that made his character a whole lot more interesting, because he was, um, more evil with the animals, and then more just kind of layered, I guess. Mm. But they cut all that shit out for the yeah, for the movie. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, they cut the They cut the 14-year-old orgy, orgy too, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, so I got to run a train sometimes <laughs> God after you it. defeat an evil universe Fuck. devouring spider clown. <laughs> you just got to just got to run an underage train. Damn it. <laughs> it's a metaphor. Katie, I thought we were going to get through at least one episode without talking about an orgy. Or nope. Train. It's not happening. Damn it. It's not happening. Got to right. get it in. Literally. So this last category. Last category. Overall favorite. Oh. And no, I. No, but we gotta do we gotta do the favorite final girl category. Was that a category? Because I, I fucking made it that up. Category. That's my category. Surprise bonus round. Asterisks. All right. Before we do the last round. one. Surprise bonus round. Favorite yes. final girl. You created the category. You go. Halloween H two O. Fuck you, bitch. bitch. That's why I created that category, bitch. Fuck you. And I already used Nev Campbell and also Halloween H2O. Fuck you. I'm ready, Mike. Once she closes them fucking gates, after all the students go, and she fucking wraps that chain, she's like, bitch, I'm ready. That's me when I have my midlife crisis. That's what it's going to fucking look like, and you know it. (laughs) (laughs) Only there's not going to be a Michael. I'm going to be having a psychotic break. (laughs) Like, I just love her. There is no better final girl than Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I mean, I would have to say, like, that probably, because that's my overall favorite. Yes, I could say Scream, because Scream. That was my toss-up. It was between um, Sydney and and Halloween H2O. Yeah, I mean, you could go like any number, <coughs> like any number of people that we have talked about. Like, I mean, and Jodie Foster as a final girl, obviously, could be considered a final girl. Oh, 
I would absolutely consider um, her a final girl. Um, I just wouldn't. I don't know. She's she's great, <coughs> but like. But she looks like a rue with a good bag and your cheap and a shoes. Cheap shoes. Did you know oh, that he modeled? Santa. Did you know love that he love your suit? Did you know that he modeled that voice after Truman Capote and um, Catherine Hepburn? No, I didn't know that. That's why when you do a Hannibal Lecter impersonation, it can very quickly go into Catherine Hepburn because he modeled the voice after that, after the two Truman Capote and Catherine Hepburn. Interesting. And that is my overall favorite, Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs and H two O. I loved. All right, so a lot of the Halloween members, the community uh don't really like h2o i personally fucking love it I it's love one it. of my favorites it's, right behind the original probably. it's fun um because it was so again 1998 so like great year um you saw jamie lee coming back finally after several films where she wasn't in it mm-hmm. um you were introduced to her son uh Again, here we go, Josh Hartnett. You just fucking love Josh Hartnett. You can't. I did like him in the, yeah. He was good. Yeah. Um, her mother was in it, mm-hmm. which was excellent. You had LL Cool J. Fucking, is it a horror film without LL? Is it a horror film in the 90s mm-hmm. without LL Cool J? Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in That's it. That's right. I forgot he was in that. Yep. Oh, shit. Jody Lynn O'Keefe. Uh, Michelle Williams was in it, too. Oh, well, but, I'm not very excited about her. Yeah. It's fine. Well. But, yes, eh. jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and the film was a tribute to Donald Pleasance, um, who had passed mm-hmm. in 1995. Uh, and that's one of my favorite moments, because when the scene, because when the movie opens, it's playing Sandman. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see Nancy Stevens, who played the original Nurse Marion, uh, and how she had um, she also made a return, and you realized that she was taking, she had been taking care of Dr. Loomis. Yeah. Um, all of that just, I don't know, I just find that the film really embodies a lot of the 90s nostalgic elements. Yeah. I mean, you've got Creed in the soundtrack. Like, Fuck again. Fuck yeah, Creed. Give it to me. <laughs> I was so into Creed. I still have a Creed playlist. I, it's still on mine, yeah. too. Some um, good shit. Woo, I mean, blah, again. <laughs> The thing with Creed, you have to sing. You have to sing Creed. Only sing the vowels. Like, don't worry so much about the consonants at all. It's a really fun game, mm-hmm. but do it while you're by yourself, because otherwise, people gonna call the police <laughs> on you, honey. So you had all of those that really just sort of made it. Like to me, it's just quintessential like nineties. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, you had like even looks like the girls had like their little catholic school schoolgirl uniforms on so mm-hmm. it was just very like because that still kind of reminds me of like the craft a little yeah, bit yeah, so it, it all just sort of pulled in together so it's just like this perfect little melting pot of like 90s with like a dash of michael myers that i absolutely love um another element that i really loved about the films was that it really uh it did so well with like building tension throughout the movie mm-hmm. like tension was one of the like key drivers it wasn't jump scares yeah. it wasn't like it was like build up that's tension. my main issue with a lot of horror films nowadays and i'm glad to see that that trend is reversing with yeah. things like it follows mm-hmm. and movies like that i'm really glad to see um the other one um oh fuck what was it 
It was the one about the um, the illness where and there was a red door. It was like a post-apocalyptic world. A Quiet Place is another one that also does a really, really good job of building tension. Um, I wish I could remember the name of that other one. Um, it was released around the same time as It Follows. But um, I'm glad to see that that trend is reversing because for a while, like in the 2000s, we had just a shitload of jump scares. And that yeah, got old well, quick. I mean, you, you have really to... Really quick. They started, like, technologies and like, yeah. CGI started, like, yeah. becoming more of a thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a whole other, like, episode that we can talk about, like, early 2000s horror and how that changed from, like, the 90s. Yeah. Um, Because you started getting more technology into it, cell phones, like, we could go on and on about that. Oh, yeah. Um... But yeah, no, I completely agree. The tension was amazing, and that's just what really sells it for me. And, you know, I almost thought about putting it in my guilty pleasure category, but I don't feel it's guilty. It's not a guilty pleasure. I don't feel guilty. Hell no. It's but Jamie no. Lee Curtis being a badass bitch. For real. Michael! I will never be guilty about mm-hmm. Halloween. Fuck yeah. I'm, and I'm, and my body is ready. For the for new the film. Bitch, that, that trailer should be dropping... Early in June. I know. I'm I'm gonna They're dropping the I'm trailer. Gonna, right, hold my hand. Hold my hand. I will promise not to watch it until we are together. <gasps> it's gonna be really hard because You it's better not fucking be watch really it and then just pretend hard. that you didn't, bitch. Because you were making me this promise. It's and gonna you're be doing really it on hard. the podcast. It's gonna be really hard because trying to wrangle you in to do something is like fucking I know. <sighs> It's I a know. task. I've been busy since 1997, It's honey. a task, honey. It's true. I If I waited You're for you for it. some things, I would be waiting till the day just I fucking Just come to died. my fucking place of employment. I'm just, just gonna break. bust down look, the door immediately. Look. It's fine. <laughs> you probably <laughs> could. It's fine. Hey, guys. We all gotta watch this. Yeah. Um, totally. So, yes. No guilty pleasure. I do um, have a few honorable mentions uh, for films. Uh, one of my favorite opening scenes was the Wishmaster. Yes. He was another one that I almost put in my, like, wood smash category. The gin. Yeah. Not even in human form. Wood mm. smash in gin form. Okay. Just saying. Those tentacles that, like, came over his head. <laughs> Oh, he had it's going to get into a weird tentacle pecs. porn episode. And then you, you had those, those pecs that had, like... I think they had, like, weird etchings on. I... Mm. But, yes, that was a crazy fucked up opening scene. Yes. Um. Uh, the Dentist. Did you ever remember? Did you ever watch that one? No. The it's Dentist. It's just called The Dentist? The Dentist. I don't know. Holy I don't fuck. I that one. This one was almost my most scariest because it just, um, I, I have to watch that one through my hands. Really? Because it involves teeth. Ooh. And it's about this crazy dentist guy who finds that his wife is cheating on him. So he starts to go insane. And he, <laughs> like, starts, like, fucking with people, like, in the dentist chair. And he, like, fucking uses all those crazy tools and, like, uh-uh. rips their fucking teeth uh-uh. out. Uh-uh. And, no. like, it is awful. I think, and if I'm not mistaken. Fuck that, dude. No, no, no. No, that's my next one. Dr. Giggles was another one that I really loved that I think is severely underrated. I don't even remember that guy's name who was in that, but he played this crazy guy who escaped a mental 
hospital and he was he giggled uh, and he wanted to be a doctor so he pretended he killed it's people. all right there in the title for you yeah i mean it's, he, it's pretty he, and he wanted to be a doctor he killed people but that had holly marie <laughs> i believe that had holly marie combs in did it, it really yeah um, she I feel like I've it, heard about this movie, but I feel like I almost he watched had, it. It was movie. filled with like stupid puns. Mm. It's like he killed a girl with like a thermostat and jabbed it down her throat, and he was like, "Leave that in for an hour." Oh, <laughs> he would I love shit like that, though. I live for shit like that. Yeah. Oh, and I can't let '90s films go without mentioning Hellraiser three as probably my favorite quote when Pinhead takes those pins from his head, sticks them in the palm of his hands, and then oh, yeah. spreads out spreads and goes, out. "I am the way." Okay, oh. that's a good scene. I probably cream my pants every time he says that. That's a really good scene. So we, I have to mention, I have a couple that I have to mention. Um, Mm-hmm. Because it's '90s horror, um, and that's I, all I have to say about it. Not a not a favorite 90, of mine. The Ring wasn't '90s. What was it? Was it early that 2000s? Was early 2000s. What year? Ringu, Ringu, the Japanese was in the '90s. Oh, uh, well, fuck that, because I hate the fucking Ring anyway. So get the fuck yeah. out of here. I just didn't want fans of it to yell at me. So yell at me now, because I don't know when the fuck it came out. Because I don't yeah, like I think it. that was like 2000 or 2000. The only thing about the Ring that I like is um. Oh Actually, god! It might be late, a little bit later than that. You remember that drag performance where that Victoria drag Elizabeth artist Black. did? Was that Victoria Elizabeth Black? Yeah, that was Victoria Elizabeth Fuck Black. Yes, I love she her. Did the, um, she did the um, called out so of the TV Sal- set. Samora. Yeah. What the fuck is her name? Some. You guys can tell we're real big Ring fans. I'm not a huge Ring fan. No. Um, I'm. I'm not a big like early two thousands horror fan in general. Some of it's okay, but um, she's she's. I just I never got yeah, into it. Yeah, I think it. it's I think it is some more. But you guys should Google that. Victoria Elizabeth Black, um, the ring drag performance, because it is pretty fucking bad. It's better than the movie. <laughs> Fight me. Um, Candyman, though, was in the Candyman, yes. Candyman. That was almost on my list as well. Candyman freaked the fuck out of me as a child. I and, actually, I have something. Okay. And also, um, Misery. Oh, of course. You can't go without Misery. Now, somebody like, argued me down about Misery, and they were like, would you really call that a horror movie? Yes, and I was like, fucking horror if a film. bitch shackled you to a bed and completely hobbled you, would you, it, and that bitch was Kathy Bates, would it be a horror film for you, baby? That is a fucking horror film. <laughs> yes, it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yes. It's totally yes. a horror film. Very good. I want to read the book for that, too, but I just, there's too much Stephen King in me right now. I feel like I gotta wait a couple years. Yeah, like detox from... Too much it. Detox, detox like from 1400 it. 1,400 pages. Ugh. Yeah, those are really excellent. Candyman, um, I think that's also I think that's also a franchise that's underrated. Um, it's good. It, it well, I think it's you don't appropriately see, rated. No, I think it's underrated because you don't see like, especially <laughs> having like a like a villain like that. Like you feel like you do feel sorry for him. Yeah. Um, and you do, I mean, you can sort of relate to him. And, like, yes, the sequels were a little, like, meh. Yeah. But the original one was very much about, um, like, it had a lot of, like, racial commentary in yeah. it, which was really cool for the time. Um, and I like you know, that he it was kind a of strong, that like, horror, like, like, person of color in, like, that major, in that villain realm. And yeah. I just don't think he gets enough, like, credit like he was badass like he had that fucking long ass coat the fucking um the bees yeah i mean like 
come on now. <laughs> like, yeah, I just don't think he gets enough credit. Like, you just don't see a lot of that character. Yeah. Um. So, and and that aspect, I think, it's definitely underrated. Yeah, and I love so. I, lo- I love a good horror film that is like kind of treads the boundary between horror and urban legend, and like mm-hmm. I love that area yeah. of horror. Um, and I wish that that was something that was maybe a little bit more explored now. Totally. Um, because I think we've kind of gotten out of that as much. So. I want to see a Bloody Mary movie. There probably is. It's probably a B movie. <sighs> yeah, but they're terrible. But I want to see like a good one. Who would you have to play Bloody Mary? Lady Gaga. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The film actress, Stephanie Germanata. Because that's how she's credited. Excellent. So I have a little surprise game. Okay. A little mini surprise game. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't expect you to... Because I probably wouldn't know this either. I'm not going to do well. It's fine. It's fine. I'm setting you up for right. failure. It's cool. You know, so am I. This is a game, uh, a tagline matchup game. Mm. So I'm going to say a tagline, and I want you to try to guess what movie it is. Are you going to give me options, or do I just have to find no, it out of my ass? I just want right. you to guess. Cool. All right. Good. Okay. First it's one. It's going to go well. First one. Now, remember, these are all 90s taglines. Okay. Um, we may have already talked about some of these as well. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, let's just see. All right, first I'm one. I'm going to fuck it up. First one. Check in. Relax. Take a shower. Check in, relax, take a shower. I'm not I'm not looking at your screen. Um. And you guys that are listening, try to guess too. You can play along too. I'm fucking R. Kelly's Motel. What? What is it? Psycho, the remake oh, with Vince Vaughn. Oh fuck! In the remake. Fucking this shit's rigged. <laughs> all right, let's. All right, so let's see if you can guess this one. Okay. Someone has taken their love of scary movies one step too far. Solving this mystery is going to be murder. Their love of scary movies too far. You have to get this. Oh, I'm, I'm so scared. Is it Scream? Yes. Okay, good. I wanted to say Scream immediately, but I was like, it's a fucking trick question. No. Okay, good. Yes. Scream. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. Fuck All right. yeah. All right. The next one. The comedy that gives horror films the backhand. And I'm going to try to say these with my like movie voice as well. We haven't talked about this one. We haven't talked no. about it. No. Uh, not on the podcast. I have mentioned it to you while talking about this episode. Episode? Via text. Oh, via text. Oh, shit. Mm. I don't know. Idle hands. Ah, okay. All right. That makes sense. Okay. We didn't talk about... I did remember. Why the fuck did I remember this? In the context of I Know What You Did Last Summer, we didn't talk about its greatest contribution to the world, which is the song Too Wiki. Too Wiki. Yeah. On every single sexy time playlist that I ever make. We will post that on our private Facebook group. Maybe. Which you can join. Maybe if you join the Patreon, I dance to it for you. Uh, Maybe we both will. I will record it. (laughs) She will dance to it. You might not like it. (laughs) <laughs> All right, next one. Um, if you can't breathe, 
you can't scream. We did not talk about this. If you can't breathe, you can't scream. Mm. I don't know. Anaconda. Ah, motherfucker. 1997. How did we miss Anaconda? I thought Anaconda was later, honestly. No, 1997. Mm. That almost made it, um, that, uh, that almost made it onto, like, that's probably, like, uh, that's, that's something I would nominate for maybe, like, a cringeworthy category. Um, alright, next one. Drink from me and live forever. That's Death Becomes Her. No, no. No. Wait. That was in Death Becomes Her. Uh, drink from me and live forever? We did talk about this. Oh, bitch. Okay. This is someone, and we've talked about this on a couple of episodes. Oh, no. Now I'm freaking out. Okay, wait. Drink for me and live forever. It's something that I know. Yeah. And it's something We've that I really like. We've mentioned actually said the words to it earlier. God damn it. What is it? Interview with a vampire. I'm leaving. I'm leaving the <laughs> podcast. Fuck you. List that. Caitlin, you're canceled. Jesus Christ. We've talked about that on like two episodes. Right. Or three. All right. See if you can guess, guess this one. Okay. They say there's nothing new under the sun, but under the ground. Dot, dot. We have talked about this on this episode. On this episode? Okay, yeah. Well, that go- there goes my answer. Um, so it doesn't sound like it was for a very... What? <laughs> no, it's fine. Let me embarrass myself. It's fu- You don't have to help me. What is I wasn't it? I not helping you. It's Tremors, bitch. <gasps> Fucking Tremors. Wait, give it to me again? <laughs> Oh! They say there's nothing new under the sun, oh, but shit. under the ground. Fucking dot was... dot dot. Is that the only tagline for that movie? I, that's the only one that I could find. Really? Is it on the poster? Yes. Fuck you! I was distracted by Kevin Bacon's hey. white trash appeal. Let's see if you can guess this one. I'm really disappointed with myself that I missed the Tremors one. We dare you to say his name five times. Fucking Candyman. Yes! Fuck yeah, Candyman! Ding, ding, ding! Thanks. All right. I like that you put some easy ones in so that last I could one. not be yeah, a total I was piece of shit. To. All right, last <laughs> one. You probably put Tremors on there thinking that I would get it because I fucking love that movie. I actually didn't know you liked that movie. Oh my god. But I was trying to find movies like that we hadn't like really talked, like I wasn't talking about. Bitch, you didn't know my but list. I, but you threw you it. Didn't I didn't know, know your list. list, so I didn't know you were going to bring up Tremors. Fucking Candyman and Tremors. All right. We talking about it. Last one. Hold on. Let me get this one close. The master of horror unleashes everything you were ever afraid of. Wes Craven's new nightmare? The master of horror. Um, we've also talked about this. Fucking, this episode. we've talked about every single movie yeah, in the how world. How many masters of horror have we talked about this episode? I mean, oh uh, well, yeah. Let me think. What do we talk about? What are your favorite '90s horror movies? Start the podcast over. No. Um. What is it? Give me a clue. Um. Is that lip smacking? Oh shit! We got a comment on that. 
We're supposed to stop. Uh, okay. Um, well, anything that I say is going to immediately give it away. It's it. Oh, motherfucker. Stephen King, master of horror. I don't consider him a master of horror. What? Uh, okay. All right. I read his book. <laughs> you man. just, like, offended. Everyone unsubscribed. That's not true. Listen, listen. That's not true. I do not agree. <laughs> no, that's not true. I do consider him a master of horror. I'm just mad that I got the question wrong because I'm an idiot. I got stuck on West Craven and I couldn't let it go. Yeah. So that's it for well, my tagline matchup game to which you... I fucking, I fucking whiffed it so hard. I'm not good at being put on the spot, man. I know. I did throw that one on you. It's all good. But I, it's I'm cool. not ashamed. No. I missed the Tremors tagline. Listen, I'm most listen. disappointed in that one. Not listen. even the It one. And the, the Scream one. Is yeah. that the only tagline for It? Yeah, yes. Because I thought there was another one, like a shorter one. That's the only one that I could find. Okay, you guys look. Find a poster from anywhere. I don't even care if it's from here. Find me another fucking tagline. How did you guys do? Let us know in our comment section. Let us know. Let us know what favorite 90s film that is your fucking favorite that you have posters all over your room right now and you're fucking seething with rage because we didn't talk about it at all. Right. Let us know. Take our superlatives, our 90s superlatives, and leave a comment and let us know what your favorite... Um, overall favorite is the scariest, uh, your uh, guilty, guilty pleasure, pleasure, all of that good stuff. Let us know because I am so interested. I love talking about horror. I consume horror like Katie consumes true crime. Yes. Like that is my bag. That's his I thing. love it. So I, if you want to talk to me, I will definitely get into some meat with you. I might argue with you a little bit, but that's fine. It all comes from that's a place so, of love and respect. So... That is our episode for this evening. It is. And come hang out with us on our socials. We already talked about it. But come play. Um, Really, really check out the Patreon. It's a really cool thing. And we want to build it into a super cool community. Um, We can do a lot of, like, awesome audio content, visual content, video type stuff there that we can't necessarily do on Facebook. Um, But join the Facebook group, too. Um, And... Come play with us. Come play with us. Come play with us. I am going to go watch a 90s horror movie now, I feel like. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, I guess this is where we end it. Until next time. Stay stay spooky. spooky.